Hi, I'm Frankie Frayne, and I've been making movies since I was a kid. I've made three low-budget feature films of varying success, and I went to film school. Twice. For better or worse, I've developed a science for completing feature-length projects on pocket change, and it has a lot to do with the kinds of conversations you'll hear on this podcast with teachers, friends, and artists. You don't have to pay 40 grand a year for bad advice. This is Discount Film School. Uh, day eight just finished up, and there's only one more day left, and that day is going to end at Canopy Lake Park. Canopy Lake Park. That's kind of where we're headed. But today we did a short little shoot, but really it wasn't was that not short. short. It, was not short. <laughs> it, was it lasted from about eleven thirty to three thirty. But we were there four, at ten. Four, about four hours. No, no, no. We were at, at Emerson by four thirty. I think we were all wrapped up with shooting by three yeah. thirty or so. I think really? we were on the road by four o'clock. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because when I looked at my watch, so it was I about was a it was about a four hour shoot. Okay. Um, which is kind of what I expected. I think I I, I said ten to two, yeah. and because we started late, it kind of worked out that way. But, um, get a load of this. If you've been listening to these podcasts, we've made m- numerous mention to how we weren't able to get into this location over in Somerville. Radio. So and, and can we name it? Yeah, go ahead. You and radio. As, <laughs> say it first. Ask questions later. And as you that's know, that's how I live. As you know, um, we were gonna like. She, she was like, "Go ahead and shoot on Saturday." I'm so sorry. Right? She was an hour late this morning. Sure enough, like we're all standing out there. And powerless. she came in on a cab. But she, she was yeah. she, she was all frantic when she arrived. She blew through like uh, like like this. She is, opened the door and she was like, "Just go in, do whatever she you want." She came in like a like, wrecking it was, like, ball. She knew it was so egregious at that point that she like an apology she couldn't, would yeah. mean nothing. She couldn't yeah. say. Um, she had to get out of the way. It is kind of like, look. Or else someone's going to bulldoze her. She, yeah. to defend her, she is very, yes, this is what my dog does. <laughs> he was trying to bury uh, something in the carpet. To uh, to defend her, like, at the end of it, she was like, hey, thanks so much for choosing the shoot here. Like, I actually think she wanted us to shoot there. Like, she liked it. She went to film school, she told me. Oh, did she really? In, really? in England well, somewhere. So there you go. Yeah. In England. England. But she, um, so she she is a really, really sweet person, and I like her. Crumpets. She just obviously has, like, we talked to a lot of musicians who have played there before, and they all were like, did she did she ever show up? Because they knew like I guess a lot of people know her as being yeah. unreliable and difficult. Yeah, all the people who were ever there who knew about the place were like, Yeah, no shit she didn't show yeah. up. Like it was not surprising to She didn't anybody. make us pancakes either. Yeah, I was really bummed about that. She made mention that she was gonna make us all pancakes. No, not made mention. Maybe that's yeah, promise. She, t- yeah, she, she promised. looked him in the eye and said there would be fucking pancakes. Yeah. And guess what? There were no pancakes. Maybe that's an English colloquialism for like. I'll be late an hour again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll make pancakes before I come here. Therefore, I'll be late. <laughs> Show on up and there'll be pancakes. But the point is, Subtitle. she let us in. We shot the scene. I got my goddamn Rocky mural in the shot. It looks really good. Does it? It looks really good. Um. It was a lot of shooting, but for four hours, it was pretty snappy. Um, it, it was we, a lot of lighting more than it was a lot of shooting. So talk about that. So so basically, like, as you know, we had in the last bar location, we had CE to kind of cover our asses. And this time around, it was like... Um, and this time, we had Kyle and Bonica yeah. co- confusing each other with lights. <laughs> that was a, two, people, like two people who don't, do, who don't gaff regularly, but do do uh, photography regularly. Yeah, um, semi-regularly. And have good eyes. And have good eyes. So it was basically like, this is interesting. It was yeah. That's one way to put it. <laughs> it was interesting, but because uh, she had she had well the, the way I div- I divided it, she had academic knowledge of lighting and I had practical knowledge of lighting because she was very much like 
okay, so this is the key light, fill light, backlight, hair light, all this stuff. We need to do this, this, this in order to establish a shot. And I was like, no, she, he needs a light on his face. She didn't know how to do it in practice. Yeah. But the thing was is that like she does snap really great photos. She does know a lot of like compositional stuff. You early on in the set were uh, in the shoot were like, I don't do lighting. That's the only thing I, I can do. Very very basic if need be. I can do practical lighting. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like and if you, you want like, to break it into key fill, you were like blah. if need be. Yeah, I can do it. Meaning like like I I am wishing to not do any lighting. So. Uh, when when all the gaffing fell through between CE and everything else, it was kind of like, okay, well, maybe Bonica can help us out. And and um, I still think she was a help at times, but um, no, she definitely was. She seemed like she knew what she was doing, though. Yeah, like she was confident with. She the did. Yeah, she just was restless. She, was she just I, wouldn't stop. I have to say, I like her, which a lot. is great. We, I really, I, like I really love her attitude in general, <laughs> and I think she's a lot of fun. I, I'm glad to have had her on the set, and I feel a little bad for her because she's she has like another week in New York um, next week, yeah, and she, doing like actual work. Yeah, she can't see her wife for like another week, which is a bummer. Bugger. But she's a cool. She's cool. Um, it's been fun to have somebody who I don't know that well. On I'm the very set. jealous of her. How so? Because she reminds me of what I was on Sexually Frank. Because we're doing things, but she can kind of roam around with a camera and get mm. amazing things and not be responsible. No one's no one's pestering her. No one's really expecting anything from her. So she can get amazing things over here because she's given all this time to be creative. So let me uh, let me levy this at you. Levy? Uh, yes. Uh, I when I I I, th- I thought that your best day, like where you were firing on all c- cylinders, going fast, getting great stuff, was when you were working with CE. I think you like working with somebody else. Yeah. I think you like having another person to bounce off of. Yeah. And, th- and I can't be that person all, a lot of the time. No, because you're not controlling things right. that directly affect me. So, so you are, but not really. I would say if we do another one of these, like having having a committed partner in cinematography would probably be very useful. Well, I think a gaffer. Yeah. Well, so whether it be a gaffer or yeah. or a um, somebody who can do gaffing when they need to, or if they don't need gaffing, they can roll a second camera or something like that. My biggest problem is I we run into the chicken and egg problem, the, the, which I finally nailed down in my brain today, where you want to get a shot off, and in order to get a shot off, you want to see a frame. But for me, in order to make a frame, I want to see where the actors are. So you want to make actors based on the frame, and I want to make the frame based on the actors. So we, we right. get stuck in a loop. You think that I can erect this action, and I think that you can erect a frame. Yeah. And, and so we just get caught staring at each other like, wait, shit, who goes first? Nevertheless, we still fucking figure it out very, oh, yeah. very quickly. Yeah, we have to. Because um, one way or another, I'm like, well, I'll just start doing something. Yeah. And uh, it'll be, you know. But uh, it, it, was, it was good stuff. It was, um, it was pages and pages and pages of dialogue. So there was yeah. no way it was going to be easy to chop through. Uh, but we got it. We got it. Yeah, no, eventually we made it all the way through. I mean, you know, Hana and I had our, <laughs> had yeah. our faults and stumbles, I feel like of this course, was so, I, there was so much pressure on you. All of my lines became, bounced off of yours. Like, Not I didn't really say anything. all my lines bounced off of yours. That's the notion of good dialogue. Well, no, but I, like, I didn't really say, I didn't really start any topics in any, com- in the conversation that our characters had. So it was all like, True. You, you had to remember the stuff and I didn't, like, you didn't really get a lot of seeds for mem- remembering from me. Mm. Well, that's So also, I feel like that was hard for you. That's partially. He initiates all. Yeah, he initiates all like yeah. the all and, the topic changes and stuff. Yeah, and you know, I, I think I may have said this once or twice in previous podcasts in the last that we've done over the last couple of days slash weeks, whenever you're actually listening to this. And I, I like I feel solid about the work that I've done on camera and all that stuff. But as far as prep work goes, I was a bad actor for yeah. this production. Um, I showed up day one with maybe two or three scenes in my head, like to an okay point. And you know, you don't want actors on your set who are like that. You know, I I consider myself lucky that I can memorize fairly quickly and 
Yeah, but if you want to fix that problem, you pay actors because they because well, yeah. they have their livelihood competing with the production. And exactly, that just is how it is. And, and we and suddenly have a professional expectation that you and come GTA to see. Exactly. Well, that's just why I've never out. had that expectation. I'm just like, hey man, I'm going to help you get through it. Like I yeah. I, I don't want to. Like, yeah, and I, I feel get like, it. I feel like it's important for us to break that down because mm-hmm. we because I always come to the set and I have in my my brain thinks that we have all these things figured out already. Yeah, but then I have to backtrack myself and be like, wait a minute. This is literally, we arrive on set, this is A, the first time we see the location, Yeah. B, the first time we're blocking in this location, Yep. C, the first time we're blocking, period, we didn't even do a, a run-through of the script. I think we all have an idea. We all have an idea yeah. that everyone yeah. else knows what they're doing, and then yeah. we show up, we're like, oh wait, no. Well, I mean, like, we all have an <laughs> yeah, idea but, of how we think it'll probably be blocked. And, right, and you know, as much as they may overlap, that's still five, six, seven different ideas. And it takes time for, for you to go through the script and... Figure out emotion, figure out intention. Still is right. just like, and then I'm figuring out frame and light at the same time, and these things sometimes can't go concurrently as well as we'd like. No, but nevertheless, we shot it in nine days. I mean, this is crazy. No, I yeah. know, but but I'm what I'm trying to get at is that yeah. the the sacrifice you make in that situation is you don't get as much time to be creative because you're under those constraints. Yeah, I think I think the only option is to surrender surrender yourself a little bit to the situ- the circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. And just be like, look, it is like it is what it is. We've got to get this in the can. So yeah. let's just And go. I think CE when he was giving us notes on sexually frank said it best when he was like, Your intuition is good. Yeah. If you have to go with something, go with that and you'll probably be okay. Yes, like if our, you had extra time to think about composure, you could use it, but your intuition is. Usually I like our good. intuition a lot, actually. T- tends to tends to work out pretty well, and um, and I, I I I like to think. I mean, like I don't want to like defend like ill preparation or something like that, and be like it's good, but of course, like the reason, like look for the last however many months, I've spent every single weekend preparing this in some capacity. If right. I wasn't prepared, there's no way we would have done nine straight days. Oh, of all course, these crazy yeah. shoots. no, like, definitely. There was a lot of preparation, but actually, sorry, thank you. Getting <laughs> getting people into locations, rehearsing, all these things are pretty much logistically impossible when everyone has day jobs. Yeah. So you, there, there just is that. And and for that matter, even just getting the locations. I mean, some of these locations took took weeks to clear, and then only then are you like, okay, we're all going here, and. Um, but when Fran is boss, anything is possible. Well, I, I guess I'm bringing it up because because in the discount <laughs> film school sense, yeah, we're, I'm trying to lend instruction and right. clarification on how you can do this on a budget, right? Because the only other way of doing it is the the studio method of having dedicated people. And when you don't have dedicated people, you do what I'm talking about right now. Well, I'll tell you right now, like there's no way you could do what we're doing if you're inexperienced at filmmaking. Yeah, because the, you you wouldn't know. There are a few people that are working on this that have not really made film, films before. Yeah, I'm just fucking around. And so they, so they're they're smart people like you, for instance, Hannah, uh, who, uh, who are smart Hannah enough to know that like hell of smart. You're, you're smart Spanky enough to know Hannah that like, a battery pack can't be in the shot. You're smart enough to know <laughs> that like, so a, a bottle of that, water though. shouldn't be in the shot. You're smart enough to know that like continuity and stuff like that. But not but, smart enough to not stop in the middle of a scene and say, "My well, mic not, fell off." Not, not, <laughs> not, not ex- here's what it re- really is: not experienced enough to not be overconcerned about yeah. things that like because we're we're I mean with the exception of like my reflection yesterday that we fixed like I'm looking out for all that stuff Kyle's looking out yeah, for all I'm that stuff yeah maybe like, I just feel like everyone's as unfamiliar with it as I am even though I'm aware that you're not maybe I'm just sort of acting as if that were the case because if there's I'm one thing in this look like I can't cook I can't dress myself uh, I, I do my best at my job if there's one thing in this world that I'm experienced at 
There's one thing I'm good at. It's, it's farting. Making, it's making movies. I've been doing it for 10 years now. I'll say you can yeah, dress you yourself. You look really good in cargo shorts and a dumpy t-shirt. Crikey. <laughs> Top end. Thunderbox. Yeah, well, right um, <laughs> so, I've uh, looked great through this whole production. Not that the camera's ever on me. Um, you're wearing... Nobody's taking pictures of Kyle. Not capris. Those are capris. <laughs> Those are not capris. We have to start with the I'm last sorry, movie. cut off jean shorts. There you go. Kyle looks like That's he's headed for a gay getaway. You are straight up going to club. Did you watch the um, have a time. the video blog yet? Which one with Aaron? Yeah, yeah. You saw he was a uh, yes. I know he pulled out the same thing he did on Sexy Fred. <laughs> I know he, he, he zoomed in on my ass with the capris and he went, "Look at these capris the woman is wearing." And then he compared them to the the yeah. woman who worked. The because we were wearing the same ones. Yeah, pretty much. He was like, "This man's telling me that he's not wearing capris." <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't tell me that. To be fair, not. he's not. They're they're not capris. They're See? Bermuda short length. I understand, See? but like, but they're jeans they shorts. are a special style of short. Yeah, they're pants. hipster style. Yeah. They're not capris. They're, they're asshole shorts. They're fucking bike riding <laughs> hipster style. Nina right now is closer to capris than I am. Right. Oh, Nina, by the way. She's a woman, though, so it's okay. I'm about to exercise. Tomorrow you're playing man in the scene. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're playing the person who's asking for... Uh, I know. How do you feel about gender roles in this picture? <laughs> you're playing the one who um, who asks about like which one tastes the best or whatever. Okay. Steve Trenholm is playing the potential customer who's like, your buddy's a real asshole. And so you're a. Can you be one of the runners? Can you show up, like almost ready to run? I don't know. That'll be hard. <laughs> you could almost just run the race if you really feel like it. For those of you listening at home, she's actually wearing full running gear right now. Are you going for a run? Yeah. While we all eat. Yeah. <laughs> that shows you the priorities here. She's a monster. We us are fatties. the fat asses. Us fatties. I'll tell you. So you want to talk about like discount film school? If you're if you're making a movie or you're in any kind of stressful situation with. With an uh, with a wrecking ball, Jesus Christ! <laughs> with a physically active female that has a little anxiety, what you do is before you even engage in an argument, before you even go there, you say, I- "I'd like to have this argument with you. I would like to not have it until after you've gone for a run." <laughs> well, after you had a chance to clear your thoughts, and your uh, and you know something, it fixes it every time. If you go, if if pre-run, you go, "We're fighting," it's not going to work. <laughs> uh, Maybe I should suggest that to Kyle. I'd be like, Kyle, I'd like to have this argument. It's not a bad idea. Go, for, go <laughs> have a, a little idea. 5K run first. It's not a bad idea. It probably would work. I should go take a nap or something. Yeah, you should say, Kyle, go take a nap. Go play video game. Yeah. Go masturbate. Go I gotta tell run. you, man. Go I just, masturbate. We all were. Come we, back tomorrow. I Kyle's to gonna come back fight. not caring about shit. We were all downstairs a moment ago watching John Ryan capture uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto Five footage for his job. And like... <laughs> I came up feeling really alleviated and relieved, it's and so fun. Like I just felt good. I you was just like, drive oh, for I, a little while. Well, that's what I'm saying. Gaming Especially is a total stress reliever. Well, we were talking. Yeah. About, John and I were talking about that about how we really need to. It's hard to decompress after this after every shoot. Yeah. Because we can't drink heavily after it. Yeah. Drinking drinking is an immediate stress reliever. Yeah. yeah. Because well, that is what well, it also, is. Gaming doing seems to be pretty good. On set. Yeah. Exactly. So You've been like, drinking I, all day on set, so you I, can't do it. Exactly. Well, I could, but it would be a bad idea. I'm already going to be up till three in the morning doing work, and then I'm going to, you know. Supposed to be up at six, realistically six thirty. That's three hours of sleep. If I stayed up drinking until three in the morning, as well as doing work, yeah, that would mean we wouldn't get on the road till eight, and I would be a fucking nasty mess the entire day. Have you felt the effects of the booze you drink during the day at all? There was one day. It was uh, Tuesday at PA's, uh, mm. and it was just because we had three shots in a row in which I drank like four beers. When Wait, the, you like, were do actually doing shots during that scene? No, 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 no. no. Three when I drank, shots like, four as in camera beers. shots. Oh, 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 oh. four shots. Uh, it was like three shots, four beers in the span of probably 20 to 30 minutes. That's too much. Um, well, no, it was fine. 
That's it was a lot just, of beer. It just catches up to you short eventually. Short it, it, no, that's the thing. Within like five, ten minutes after that, thankfully we had taken a little bit of a break so you guys could break down and do a new setup. I walked outside for a cigarette and I was like, I feel kind of buzzed right now. All right, this is. I probably need to take mm-hmm. a minute and drink some water. We had some today. We had a couple of um, uh, very light-hearted extras that showed up. Like two extras showed up. Yeah. And 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 then a third who who actually was an extra in vibes by the way, Kyle. She was the girl who played the the bartender was totally in the background of the bar scene in vibes. Absolutely. Oh my god, really? Yeah, her name is Aurora. Usually I'm pretty good with faces like that, but yeah. no, I didn't remember. Yeah, her she at was all. she's worked with us before. Wow. She and showed she up. She was at, a trooper. Yeah, yeah. She showed up she at the whole time for one She shot. napped and then uh, at four shots. she yeah. or at two three shots. she was there for six hours before she we was. We could have wrapped her very early and it, we didn't. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't very fair. That's why I kept apologizing to her. No, I knew and I did too, by the way. Yeah, I know. We all did. She was great background action when she finally was there. I was wondering where the hell the other two showed up from. Um the blunt the they were Karen, Jeff's friends, I think. Karen. Karen, Karen and Vic- Kate, Karen Victor. Victor. Yeah. Vincent or Victor. And her like, Argentinian love life. Like, you know, most of the actors <laughs> we've had have well, been found, you know, through New England film or through, you know, Craigslist or whatever. That's where I found her. And, oh, okay. Because I was like, what are you guys doing? Do you like a lot of acting? Just a small talk. Like, do you do acting in the city and stuff? And it's like, oh, no, I've just never been to Summer before. I was like... No, that's just a dumb answer to a, an honest gonna, question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, what, what it was was um, I put up... So, here's what happened. I put up a, an ad for extras maybe two months ago for the Tuesday shoot. Gotcha. And then, because we wanted lots of people for that. Right. My plan all along was, rather than putting up two classifieds, yeah, yeah. so I didn't want to have... put up ha- one be like, hey, we might have extra stuff for you throughout And then the on that week. day, go, hey, for everybody who can make Saturday, because we only need a fraction of what we yeah, needed yeah. for Tuesday, I figure a few people will show up for that. So I kept a list of people, everybody who responded to the ad, gotcha. whether they could or could not do it. Yep. And, and I sent them emails. And I sent them all an email, and, and only two people. Actually, really, only Aurora and Karen showed up. Victor was just kind of there. Victor was her friend. I yeah. said, "Bring your friends." She was. She goes, "Okay, I'll try." <laughs> she was a little bit like she that had one. a photographer. She's like the bear on the Cleveland show. And she's okay. Okay. I'll try. <laughs> yeah, they were all good though. They hung out. They didn't care. Um, yeah. They're good. They were all. They had nice legs. Yeah. They Argentinian loves Victor. Yeah, the Argentinian. Victor had some good legs on for a dude. Sure. For a scrawny little man. Yeah. They did a pretty good job of being like passed out in like the middle of the day and yeah. stuff. That was good. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought we got a lot of good stuff. I thought, uh, uh, you know, it was Hanna's beefiest scene. Well, I don't know. Tomorrow beefy. is going to be like his little beefy. I think tomorrow is like the heaviest scene that we have. Yeah. It's a bummer, Heavy. man. You just break my heart. I, I really, I want that scene to it's be what really I do like. It's like three breaks up, breakups in a row for me. Yeah, true. I want the scene to be real guarded on, on, on both of your parts, mm-hmm. you know, like real, this real kind of like ego guard. <laughs> She's like, where'd you yeah. go? Where it's like, like not showing your cards about, you know, that this is like. Please again, don't leave me. I, well, remember we talked about this is about like. Oh, John Hunt has food. <laughs> you were fulfilling a role in my life. Now you're not. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're about to watch TV, eat lots of good food, ice cream, pasta. Fuck you. It was a good day. Tomorrow's the last one. We love you. I don't. Gay. Peace out. <laughs> Peace. Who's ready? You know I love you. <laughs>